The GG Podcast may contain content that might be objectionable. The views and opinions expressed in the GG Podcast are those of the individual podcasters and do not necessarily reflect Akwizasne TV. This podcast may be considered explicit to some of our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the GG Podcast, where we share your spooky stories from Akwizasne and surrounding Indigenous communities. I'm Bernie Bonaparte. And I'm Gahandox Perkins. And we're now available wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, anywhere. Um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review that you think is fair. It really helps us and would be greatly appreciated. Yes, and if you're interested in recording with us and sharing your stories, please email us at ggpodcast at gmail.com and we can set that up. Oh, and if you want to be anonymous, you can do that too. So yeah, visit akwizasnatv.com slash gg if you feel like going to the gg submissions page to submit your story. And you can also submit them anonymously if you feel like you need to. And today we welcome some special guests who will be sharing some stories. Yes, it was very exciting to have them in the studio. All right. Thank you. Enjoy, enjoy the pie. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy the pie. <laughs> enjoy the podcast. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So, hi. Okay. We have two guests in the studio today for uh, this episode of GG Podcast. It's our first guest, by the way. So, this is what explains why I don't know how to do first in person yeah i just yeah. want to say i was in the room first therefore i am the first guest oh yes <laughs> and guest number two is vanna white so ju- yeah just uh, introduce yourselves hello my name's vanna white my name is francis durant and vanna you do makeup right yes and i do you also work at moon so she's also a very prominent community member and frank and I'm trying to improve myself by going to CST and computer systems technician. Cool. Trying to make a better life for myself, turn things around. Awesome. Me too. I'm going for information tech and hopefully that takes me somewhere to like a better, higher, livable wage. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Just kidding, ATV. Nice. Well, um, I'm just chilling here and I'm a mod for a streamer, so that's fun. Um, That's all I do. <laughs> but, wow, you got per, you got promoted to yeah, be moderator. I'm a mod now. Very cool. Um, so we invited Va- Vanna and Frank because they seem to just have a ton of p- spooky stories. I know Frank has reached out to me a couple times and posted or showed me a video or two, which was very spooky, and it was more about aliens, I think, right? Yeah. The main point we wanted to bring. Well, I don't know about her, but I wanted to bring up the. <laughs> point is like when we experience things together that's the all the credibility you need yeah i want to say sure. something but i don't want to say it out of context to offend anybody mm-hmm. but there was a specific story well there you go with story but it's experience specific experience last summer actually it was two summers ago mm-hmm. i came outside and i just got home from work and i was walking the dog and the cloud seemed to just open up open up just enough for like what appeared to be a giant flashlight turn and shine right down on me 
and I was scared. I ran inside. I was like, Fata, you gotta come out here and see this shit. Meanwhile, it's like four in the morning. She's like, wah, 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 wah. And then I get her outside, and then she's like, there's nothing here, you asshole. And I'm like, I am so sorry. And I felt oh, me out here for. <laughs> but the very next summer, we were coming home from getting groceries, and Invana happened to notice. She turned up and looked, and the same exact thing happened again. It was like the sky just opened up, and a light shone down on us, like straight down, and then it just faded away, it disappeared, and she actually saw that. So I said, you see, that's what I saw. Like, I wanted to simulate that with a flashlight being turned over like this. Because it was like a direct beam of light, and it wasn't like just like the sun or anything? It was like somebody literally had like uh, like on a movie set when they had the... Uh, the like spotlights the, on the comedians spotlight. or whatever. Big, big giant yeah. ones that are like that big around. Oh my god. And just like, this was the other night, we were outside having a fire. And we, were lo- we like to look at all these things that people call the Elon Musk satellites because they're just straight path, non-vector changing mm-hmm. lights. And they're solid. They don't blink nothing. And then Van is like, there's one. And he's like, I see you. <laughs> and then it literally stopped. And then it wow. just kept going. And then it just like faded away. It got it just put on like a cloaking device yeah. or something. And it disappeared. I, I there was totally no clouds, nothing. Out. Dude, what? we see stuff sitting on our little back porch all the time. We just literally sit up like that. You I, see stuff while you're on your back porch, and yeah. you see yeah. stuff on your back porch. <laughs> nothing Both. on our back porch, thank God. But like up in the sky. Or when we're on our back porch. <laughs> <laughs> just had to clear that up. <laughs> No, but, like, the most of the best experiences come when you can share them with multiple other peoples. Like, a lot of people know I posted a video of last summer when uh, I had my cousin, or we were attending my cousin Russell's funeral, and we were at his fire. There was at least four of us, and a giant, I'm going to call it spaceship, that looked like the Messina, or, or looked like the Messina water tower, and it was just constantly spinning, bright baby blue. And it was possibly the size of an arena or maybe even larger. Mm-hmm. And it just hovered for a good 30 seconds. I even got the manager to tell end of it on a video, but it's not the greatest that night. Because it has nothing in the background for reference to show how big the thing actually was. Yeah. But the fact that so many people have reached out to me since that video and they said, I've seen the same thing. I was I just was so kidding. scared to say anything about it. And multiple people also showed me their videos and their experiences, but their videos are obviously as bad as mine because of like, <laughs> when you're yeah. just pointing your camera directly at the midnight sky and there's nothing in the background, there is no point of reference to show how big something actually is. So you could just be saying, oh, this is the sun or something. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, I don't, I barely see anything, but is it because you guys are always just like checking out the sky or something and then you just happen to see more stuff than the normal person? I think that's why, because every time I'm outside, like even right now, looking out the window, I'm just like (laughs) looking. I I like to look now. I honestly believe it's because I push her to see more things. Like before, like I explained this like to, like if you were to see a ghost, it's more of deja vu to the person who doesn't believe. So if you were to see a spirit, you'd turn around and be like, and then there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just that. Ah, that's just nothing. I didn't see anything. Just my mind playing jokes on me. But if to somebody would actually like know and recognize what that feeling was, because you also it comes with a feeling too sometimes. Yeah. And then it's just like little unnervousness, and you see somebody there. It's like the same thing if you have a like a four year old around the corner waiting to surprise you, like rah, scared you, daddy, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you just anticipate something being there. 
But then when you go there and there's nothing there, then that's even more creepy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Tell them about the Solaire story with your cat and the text messages. Solaire, I love her. Him. Or him. <laughs> what text message? You remember when we were down, you were sleeping? See, they have so many instances, oh. man. They can't even remember half of them. <laughs> he, if I shut our bedroom door, he'll like scratch and claw at the door. Yeah. And Mommy, let me in. Yeah, out of a dead sleep. I was like yelling at him, like, Solaire, stop it. And I was like, Frank, yelling from down in the bedroom, because he's always up before I get up. Or, uh, I mean, when I'm sleeping. So then I text him, I'm like, um, Can you come and let Solaire out of the bedroom? Because I thought the bedroom door was locked. Mm-hmm. And he texts back, he's like, Solaire's up here with me. Oh no. He was laying next to me the whole entire time. And I was in bed, like, Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Trying to shut my eyes because I was scared to like see something or like a shadow or anything in the bedroom. And yeah, dude. the next day I woke up and it still kind of was like eerie. Oh my god. Because you knew like something happened. <laughs> or his, the cat will be upstairs with him, but if you have a cat before, you know when they hop on your bed and you can feel that yes. walking. Oh god. I mm-hmm. feel that all the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the cat will be up there with him. And it, both, like, my mother said that, too. Like, I, we had a cat that went missing, and then one night I opened a door, and I seen him run in the door, and he was a bright white cat, and he ran right in the door, and he just disappeared. And I was like, well, I guess I found my cat, and I didn't say anything. And then my mother looked over, and she said, did you just see a white cat run in the, run in the hallway? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> so our cat's home. And then, sure enough, a couple of days later, my little cousin found him in a ditch. Oh, no. Yeah. So I, sad. I think that's what it is. Like, his cat is still in the house. Wow. Like, oh, just shit. wanted to come home, I guess. And then, like, cat, having animals, like, kind of, it's amazing, but it sucks because they pick up on a bunch of shit, too, you know? And then it just <laughs> freaks you out even more. Ooh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she gets mad because one time when we leave our dog in the basement, he comes halfway down and he looks at the basement and he just growls oh, for no. no reason. I don't like that Yeah, at I hate all. that, too. Uh. Like, what are they What are they notice? Do they hear something? Are they, like, the high-frequency shit, you know? I'm not sure, so... I, I just think animals are on that higher plane than humans that can just see everything that we can't yeah. like all those memes you see about cats yeah or we can see it. it's just blocked by our own like blockades we put up throughout the years yeah like i was exposed to something like this at an early age so that's why i kind of mm-hmm. think i see more things than the normal person because sometimes i feel like they come and search me out yeah because when i was younger i I was having trouble in school because I was seeing like weird shapes and like shadows at night. Mm-hmm. And one time I was at a friend's house and the lights went out. And then when I came back on, there was seemed like 18 people standing around what me. So hell? I couldn't take it anymore. So I went to um, to see the mental health over here and they hooked me up with a healer. And they said that I have been seeing lots of spirits throughout my young time. And they said I was meant to be a healer. But then I could not go down that path because it scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I could not take seeing spirits every five minutes of my life. So I had him do a ceremony for me to try to, like, he said it would be like you would lose the ability. But it ne- I never lost the ability. But I just, like, I feel a little bit safer after that ceremony took over, though. It more just distanced you from that, right? Or just the fact that 
I believe that the ceremony worked and I became less fearful of it. Yeah, it probably definitely helped Placebo. you. But you still have instances. Yeah, though. things never stop like, after that. Especially at the house. Yeah. The yeah. best story we have. What a thought. Very good. Hogan. <laughs> the best experience we had was one time I came home from work and she was still up. She was telling me, There's somebody in the house. I'm like, No, there's not somebody in the house. I just heard somebody upstairs. I thought it was you. Did you come home early? And we start arguing. There's nobody in the house. And just as soon as I said, There's nobody in the house, we heard boom, oh. boom, 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 boom. Front door open, slam shut. <laughs> and then we're like, okay there might have been somebody in the house what the <laughs> oof literally though but hearing steps in it yeah. door slamming but this is something she was hearing before i even got home for like a half an hour straight she told me what i she said i came home being too too loud <laughs> i kind of think something followed me because when i used to live at my parents house my bedroom was always downstairs and back then i could stay up forever till like two three four in the morning and my mom was like accusing me like, oh, do you have a guy sleeping over with you? I'm like, what do you mean? No. He's like, well, I, I've been hearing <laughs> footsteps coming up the stairs, walking through the kitchen and opening the door and the door would shut. And I'm like, no. And she asked me so many times, like she thought I was just messing with her. And I'm like, no, I don't have anybody over so then it started happening with me living with frank and i don't know mm. so. so you think whatever that was followed you from your parents house to where you both live now maybe i don't know i know it happened for a fact because we have a mutual friend his name is juice we'll go by that for his uh <laughs> nickname we won't say his real name but he actually said that he heard this growling in his basement and he's like man there's something in there and i have been feeling off for the past week or two and he's been depressed and then he brought it over here and i'm like why the fuck did you bring it here then and then we start <laughs> arguing and all of a sudden yeah, we heard from, a lot <laughs> yeah and then we heard from the basement like Rawr! and we're like nah -uh. oh what? great Ooh. you just brought it here like what is it like i'd be running out the house or like running down with a bat or calling something. animal control i know <laughs> we were just sitting on the couch playing video games and then we me and juice were arguing while she was sitting there and we look at her and she's like hey. <laughs> so. man so i just i think it's really crazy that um because we we never had like a, a story where it's told by two people or anything so the fact that you guys are here and you're bouncing off like each other's scary experiences, you know, and it even gives it more like merit too. So even creepier for me, you know. I know. I don't know. If you want to get back to UFOs back in 2000, <laughs> three UFOs the size of Texas appeared over the Boys and Girls Club. The size of Texas. Yes, they were huge. Everybody could have seen them. There, I walked out, I was outside walking my dog and all of a sudden these three bright orange lights just appeared right above me and I was awestruck and I was yelling to my friend Johnny. He doesn't care if he, he he'll go, he'll talk your ear off about this. <laughs> and I was talking with him and I was like, Johnny, you better get your ass out here if this is the last thing you did. <laughs> and then he just comes walking out and he's like, it's time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> And he's been, me. Like, he stays up all night watching these, researching these YouTube videos or whatever. But, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, well, and we seen a car come to a screeching house. Actually, it was a green pickup truck pull over the side of the road. The driver got out. He was staring up at the air. <laughs> and then the, 
We could see the neighbors in the houses and the apartments next to us. They were all outside standing up. And we're all staring at this. And it was literally three, three lights formed a triangle. And then they converged to form one big, like, straight line. And then they just faded away. That's beautiful. But the weird thing of it was it was so bright and such a, like, magnific magnificent, like, uh, display that how come nobody talks about it? That is weird. And everybody that I that I talked to about it, they all dismiss it. But then there was like five or three people who would be like, yo, I saw the same thing. And they gave me the same response as earlier. I was just too scared to say anything because yeah. I didn't want people thinking we're crazy. Exactly. I know, I, who's going to believe you, you know? And I saw that uh, post that you posted on the Scary Stories Facebook page. And someone's like, it was a weather balloon. And I'm like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> what weather balloon does that, you know? Actually, that's it, like while it may be funny, that's actually the worst thing because it distracts from the like adding injecting humor and takes away the seriousness and mm -hmm. therefore yeah. it invalidates the whole story. So if you do that, you're kind of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, But that's also what I do on this podcast is just like rip on people. But I also like truly do try to believe them too, and that's what I want to see is like why aren't more people talking about this? You know, like being a little afraid of because like, they are afraid to be looked at like yeah. you got some issues that you need to go take care of or even like recognizing it as real might also be scary too you know like which is a lot for people to take in you know so like they lie to themselves to make themselves exactly. feel better I, I think I would you know um I've seen a couple of things too in the sky but for me I'm just like oh, it's gonna be something like it has to like for me I'm like logical explanation I just saw a green explosion in the sky. I don't know what that was, you know, so, but crazy and it's, for... And it's funny when you have something like that happen and you get angry because nobody else says anything about it. Yeah. And you know they've seen it. Like, your neighbors are outside standing on their porch and you ask them, pretty crazy night last night, huh? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Go home. Get off my porch. <laughs> so, like, oh, great. Okay, great. I'm just fucking nuts then. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. So what would you do if, like, it was the time, you guys? Like, if it was, like, the moment was really happening and you were seeing a UFO? I just accepted it. You just, if I'm going to get taking up, beam me up, Scotty? I'd probably freak out because, like he said earlier, how we were looking out in the back porch, and I was like, I see you, and I seen that thing cruising along, and then it, like, stopped and just went away. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah! Because I thought for a second, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, they're just going to reappear, but closer to I'm you like, now. I'm like, it hurt me from however many thousands of miles away or yeah, man. whatever mm -hmm. and then it also comes with a feeling of honor because you're like wow i'm really honored that you're showing this to me <laughs> and like wow you heard me yes. I, I was heard and i i feel like i i believe in aliens over ghosts i think way more i don't know about you guys what do you th same i think i believe in them they equally. could be the same thing to be honest that's true they could be just different interdimensional beings that would be so dope if, like, we mm -hmm. died and, like, we were just aliens, you know? Or not even, like... Choose we, your own we, adventure. We died and just, we just became... <laughs> we just became out of view. You're still there. You're just, like... Have you seen that Casey Affleck's ghost story? No. I don't think so. Oh, if we tell you anything, it'll give away the whole movie and it'll spoil it for all your listeners. Don't then. <laughs> Do yourselves a favor and watch that tonight. Okay. It was excellent. It's a little rough to get through. Sad. Is it new? No. It's oh. from 2018. Oh. If that's considered new... Uh, yeah, I think for me it is, yeah. What are we on? Year 93 in the <laughs> pandemic? 
<laughs> Trump Jr. is the president. Eighty-four years. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the what you just said. Um, what if we were just out of view? That's fucking terrifying, Frank. I wouldn't want someone that's dead just to be always out of view. You know, especially with the shit that I do. Like, I've come to experience that's true. Like, what do you mean? Like, actual like I've known. F- well, I don't know. I've had an experience that I don't really like talking about because we were having a lot of issues. Things were going rough at the house. Like we were having like noises, things being knocked all over, like pictures just pushed pushed down. And I don't know, like it was weird. Like one time I saw my grandmother's photo was just turned on her side and I was like, okay, we gotta do something about this. Yeah. And it was, uh, we had like a bunch of healers come around and. We had people from Cornwall, Sears, they all said the same thing. There's just something here that's just trying to get your attention. And then we got one person to actually break it down. And they kind of like had a little medium like talking, like they they would say what they were saying and then she would say it to me and said if this makes any sense to you. And she described three childhood friends that have been since gone and then they were lost. Like it was i don't know whether like anybody wants to believe this story or not but i just got chills so hard (laughs) she just said that one of them had said that we were always told never to go in the light and they were she was trying to reassure them that going to the light is what whatever god's plan was for them and that that's what they needed to do and that she could reopen the light for them if they wanted to and they can peacefully pass on Mm-hmm. And Holy I didn't know if shit. I believed any of that, but it all happened right in front of me, and I've experienced it. I lived through it, but just the fact that she was describing three childhood friends, and she said, "The minute I said a nickname, and I said, "Wait, is this so and so?" She said, "This person just lit up. Whoever's standing right here, there's three people standing here. This person right here, he just lit right up." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." That is eerie. And that oh was that was really creepy. And whether anybody wants to believe that or not. I mean, I, if it if it scared the shit out of you, then I I believe it. Like, I know? had the most wild chills just now, like three times, just waves. He <laughs> has some of the craziest stories that a lot of people would probably dismiss, but just since I've been with him, he's opened my eyes and taken the veil off to so many possibilities and truths. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And yeah. I just believe these because I've had my own experiences like throughout my childhood and like even now I have experiences. So like that just hit me hard and I got chills super, super bad. And you might have more experiences because you're actively looking for them, like I said. See, really. that's you're just more aware, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going to try and do now. Like You're not just only aware, you're actually like more open to everything that's coming around you and even energies for sure like and it's just like like in the Shawshank Redemption where they have a saying how (laughs) much do you notice a person's shoes like if you see something that's out of place you don't normally you just dismiss it Mm -hmm. like it's the number one cause for speed uh, tickets and does anybody know the reason why what why is that? Anybody want to take a guess? Okay. What when you <laughs> when you see like okay oh, one specific <laughs> spot is when you're riding in or you're um, leaving Messina and you're heading back to the reservation. There's a specific sign that everybody gets pulled over for. Does anybody have an idea why? The, I don't know why. Because you see the sign and it says 55 miles per hour, so you floor it to 55. That's what I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody's guilty of it. Mm-hmm. The law states that it is not 55 until you are past that sign. So whack. So that's why everybody gets speed tickets. Happened to Cass just a couple of years ago, but um, why were you bringing that up? What did it have to do with... Just the fact that if you see that, 
you think nothing of it and you act on instinct. Oh, so yeah, if you, you were to rip- see if you were to see a spirit, you would just act on nothing and you'd be like, oh, okay, that's nothing. That was just deja vu. So then when you turn around and then you start to really think about it, that's when the chills started setting yeah. in. Like maybe I did actually see something. But the normal person would be like, no, just dismiss it forever. That's me. But somebody else would be like, you know, maybe I did see something. And also I wanted to bring out a point, like what if there are no ghosts? But what if you ever heard of residual energy? Mm-hmm. Like, say something so bad happened in a certain spot. It just created so much negative energy that if you were to be in there, you would practically relive that moment. You would feel that pain. That's something I feel like is for sure real. Yes. You know, if some, if there was a violent, very violent, like, act that happened, there has to have been something left over. Like you said, residual. And like, I, I believe that. If you broke up with someone back in, in high school or whatever, and then you're an adult and you go back to your old things and you find your fallout boy cd or your panic at the disco and you pick it up and you're like oh no (laughs) you're just brought back to that bad point that's what i mean with residual energy so that could be another thing to think about yeah for sure and i i believe it it not only it mostly happens with like negative energies but like i know there are some where it's like happy like the most loving energies Mm. that just get like seeped into places like you know when you get to a place and you're just like damn i feel really fucking good why (laughs) is that like yeah i don't know like if a grandmother passes away but before she passes away she passes or she gives her grandchildren like teddy bears and they just hold on to that teddy bear because it reminds them of their grandmother yeah her grandmother still in there yeah grandmother or a piece of clothing of theirs or something Yeah, yeah dude Everything right. carries value that's, like, much beyond than just money, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything is a conduit for energy, and you can see that with fiber technology because you just have to hold the wires, and they light up just by you holding them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just, like, I could listen to him talk and talk and talk because <laughs> he's got, I don't know, he's so... He needs his own podcast. I always Open. thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go back to you. I, you had mentioned deja vu twice now, and I know you tried to explain this to me before, but I didn't get it. So can you try that again? <laughs> For deja vu, you have an experience, and then you're, well, it might not have happened. It's like, have you ever had a dream about something like so insignificant? Like I've had a dream about I was at work. And I'm like, hey, man, you left your coffee on a tailgate again. And then you go back to the tailgate and it's still there. Wow, physics. And then you didn't think <laughs> nothing of it. You're laughing to yourself and you go back to bed. You wake up and you go to work the next day and you're like, hey, did you leave your coffee back on a tailgate again? And he runs out of his truck and he's like, shit. And he goes back. Ah, yeah, you're right. It's still there. How did you know that? And I'm like, whoa, deja vu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So when it's a spiritual thing, like you just said, like, oh, I just thought I saw a person and it must be like, what, what is that? When you go back to it in your head later on, doesn't it feel like deja vu? Mm. That's the best way a sane person could rationalize something like that. Cause you can't automatically go and hit the ghost button. <laughs> Spirits, <laughs> <Panic>. aliens. <laughs> a rational God. person will sit there and rationalize to the highest degree before mm-hmm. they start getting scared. Yeah. Deja vu tri- trips me right out. I feel like I absolutely experienced this previously, yeah. but I just can't quite place it. So that in itself, like me thinking about deja vu, it makes me realize like, damn, some things just aren't explainable. Like, here I am trying to like explain ghosts and shit and like if deja vu can't be explained by myself then 
how are ghosts and see i'm like going i'm having a crisis like, <laughs> trying to figure out if i believe in them or if i can see them am i not meant to I've only had a handful of experiences, so well, and this is I'm why saying, I like, love having these journeys and like experience, like <laughs> talking to people about all of this because it just opens your eyes more, and you're like, wait, no, that's bullshit, and then you're like, wait, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like maybe you actually did see a lot of things, but you just dismissed it as deja vu. Yeah. So right? like, wow, well, no, that was nothing, or, and then you have a yep. thought later on, and you're like, hey, maybe that was something. And like deja vu, like those instances, like where you feel like you've been there before, you've done that before. Like, I feel like that's a sign that you're on the right path in your life or you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So it's like, a hey, you're doing a good job. I don't know if it might be a little personal, but if you could maybe talk about your experience with your seer and like traditional medicine or anything, or would that be too much? I don't know. That's up to the person that's like, I will say that. And my experience dealing with seers and healers is, and this is why I didn't want to be a healer and seer, is their lives tend to go to shit. And they all say it. They, like, at least three of them have gotten really bad cancers. Oh, my God. And a lot of them, here's the thing, too. I think when you're a seer and you're a healer, you're taking on other people's grief and you're making it your own so you can understand their problems and try to help them. And you're just dealing with yeah, all of that energy constantly, whether you like it or not. But you, it's like, uh, we'll call, uh, what's his, what was the character's name in The Green Mile? John Coffey. Yeah, John Coffey. When he took in all that ne- negative energy, yeah. he had to put it in something. Otherwise, it was going to kill him. But he understood he had to die anyway, but he didn't want to waste that negative energy, so he put it into Percy, right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's the way I feel. Like, And another thing of, like, residual energy is like there's also ghosts of the living have you ever heard of that mm-hmm. i've Int- experienced i've experienced entities. that too that's me yeah. right now <laughs> <laughs> but i think a lot of this if everything if there's a major legit reason why things would happen and i see them it might have been because when i was a young child i was at the franklin county fair and i was with my family most of my younger cousins and they took us with no adult supervision. It was just my older co- or my older cousins, I should have said. And we were at the bathroom, and two gentlemen come walking out. They start arguing with each other. One gentleman pushes the other gentleman to the floor. He pulls out a look like a snub-nosed revolver, and he just pumps three bullets in him. God and damn. he runs away. And this happened right next to the bathrooms, but there was a stage right next to the bathrooms. So all these people were standing around, and they start clapping and cheering. It's like, yeah, that was good. And... All I remember from that point on was a big giant wind hitting me and then my neck being pulled so hard and I am on the back of my cousin and he's running and he's just holding me by my neck and he's just running back to the car. And then we got back to our car and it's like, that's when everything just hit me. It's like, I just saw a man murdered. Wow. And I Holy didn't realize it. Shit. I didn't realize anything of it because they wouldn't let anybody leave. They were telling everybody to stay right here and we're standing by our cars. And then the local newspapers and the TV media came over and interviewed us. And I remember hearing my cousin talk and I didn't want to say anything because I was still too shy. And then he said, yeah, we were just standing like we were literally like from us to you away. That's how far they were. And it just all happened right in front of us. And it's like something like that is so like eye-opening for a young mm-hmm. boy to experience. Like maybe that's what made me the way I am today. But I honestly, because I saw that, just made me more open to things. Because I truly believe the reason why I am the way I am is because of my mother. Mm-hmm. 
Because she told me stories that I used to do creepy stuff, and she could see stuff, too. <laughs> Tell her about the pork chop story. <laughs> the pork chop story. Yeah, his mother, Linda, tells me that he would sleepwalk, and there was this one instant where she woke up to him standing near her, like, going, pork chop. No, no, or, chop, chop, chop. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Frank? And he's like, I'm chopping pork chops, ma. Chop, 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 <laughs> And what's even more creepier to that story is that I used to do that when I was a kid. I used to sleepwalk and stand over my mom. And she would wake up and be like, <laughs> <gasps> and have like a mini heart attack and then she said I wouldn't say anything but I was just staring at her just and like then paranormal I would activity turn around and walk back to my room and go like back to bed like expressionless like it wasn't even yeah. you like that's not my kid <laughs> yeah so even now he says that I talk all the time or he'll have conversations with me and I don't even know what the hell he's like do you remember last night I'm like no we had a full conversation one of the things that I think about that and it makes me think like maybe there is some truth to all of this shit is when you watch The Conjuring and they explain it when a person is so far away from their body in astral projection or maybe uh, lucid dreaming that there is another entity that is willing to take over your body mm-hmm. or trying and yeah. I'm thinking that's maybe what sleepwalking could be yeah yeah and that freaked me out when I learned about that because when we first started dating I could never sleep like fall asleep instantly in his bed and I'd be like, throw your legs on me because it literally would feel like my legs would just start going like that. Holy Oof. fuck. Like start like going up. And I'm like, put your leg on me because it literally felt felt <laughs> like my legs were just floating up. What and the hell? with his leg, it like kept it down. I mm. haven't had that happen in a while, but it used to happen all the time. Holy it's shit. And it's funny because we were told, like, we had a seer come over after that incident, and they walked around the house, they found nothing, but they wanted to point out that we had death metal records and that we should not openly have music like that, which invites them in. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, that doesn't make any sense. For all you know, they could all be in the free jazz. This yeah, makes no sense. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Our country. Right? <laughs> it's, it's so funny that you mentioned lucid dreaming and it invites someone to take over because whenever Chanel was able to start to lucid dream, it takes some practice, I yes. guess. But she said she was actually successfully able to do it. But when she was able to do that, she was see- having sleep paralysis where a demon was over her like all the time. But it only happened when she started practicing lucid dreaming. So that was pretty fucking weird that you said that. <laughs> I'm. I have another theory that I I, <laughs> I know I sound ridiculous, but when you said that you're like lucid dreaming or like stuff like that, sleepwalking, when I drink too much and I become blacked out, you don't know shit. Like you, you're just like it's black. You, I don't know where you go, but are you saying you're your, taken over your by your body a is physically still doing things? And you're, like, still talking and going around and doing this stuff that you wouldn't normally do. So or that true. you wouldn't normally say. So I'm, like, I feel like I get Oof. fucking possessed. <laughs> <laughs> because I do shit and I say things like, I no, I already picked up the kids earlier. You don't have to pick them up. Or, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Or, or, like, talking about getting my car fixed. When I didn't even drive at the time. I didn't have a car. Like, just saying random things, Like someone's you know? brain memories were just inserted. Yeah, like well, someone is just, like, talking through me You aren't in your right mind and the fact that if you're blacked out like i fully believe things could take over you that's why they say 
to be careful when you go out drinking or doing anything to alter your mind because it can kind of latch onto you and go right with you into your home. Yeah, I mean, dude. why else would they call it fighting your demons? And like, why do they call alcohol spirits? You <laughs> see you guys... it all over the place, liquor thing, like liquor, wine, and spirits. And in our culture, it's bad news too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. We have so many stories in our own cultures that we just dismiss as mm-hmm. child's play. Like, granted, that story I told about the pork chops was actually very funny. But if you sit there and you put yourself in my mother's perspective, that shit is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, because you're butchering something. <laughs> you're cutting something. Especially a child, too. That's creepy all the time. Yeah, I fully... Ugh. Mm-hmm. And my mother has been the most conduit for me because she always has these spiritual books lying around, and I used to read them. Like, she has the encyclopedia of dreams and what certain things mm-hmm. mean when you have dreams. And I noticed one thing. like If I have a lucid dream and I, I can actually fly in the dream, you're not actually flying. It's like there's a whole river of energy and you're just relaxing and the energy is taking you with it. Yes. And that is actually true when you think about it because the world is actually always moving and the world is nothing but vibrations and energy. So that could have some meaning to it. So maybe that could be the unlocking the secrets of flying. Because if a bird just has to sometimes just spread its wings, and that's exactly what they're doing. Yes, exactly. That I have dreams. so zen. <laughs> I know. I have dreams all the time where I'm actually in control, lucid dreaming, and I, like, fucking become a Power Ranger, or I'm chilling with the Avengers, and I can, wow. like... <laughs> yeah, shut the hell up, Brittany. I'm so She's jealous. Like, mm, wow. I always... But, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, kicking ass, or, like, I'm I'm a villain, and I'm beating up the Avengers, and I'm like, ha take that. <laughs> you know, like, just weird <laughs> shit. Or, like... Like, I have really fucking terrifying dreams of aliens and aliens coming here and taking shit over or people losing their minds and looting and robbing people, breaking into homes (laughs) where I have to find a weapon and protect me and mine. See, (laughs) that's crazy shit. That's my dreams. I never have happy, peaceful dreams or lucid dreamings mine are always like that constant Dr- like trauma and <laughs> yeah. like mine too come on we gotta hurry up and go we, yeah and then i'm looking like at, oh there's a pile of rope grab that or duct tape and That's there's a nice survival instincts or there's a tornado and coming to akwizasne grab everything yeah, and go <laughs> it, it's not just recent it's been ever since like i was a kid Same. and i've always had nightmares i've had really this, bad nightmares i've had this reoccurring dream where i'm a little kid in this haunted building i'm alone and i'm trying to find my way out and then something happens where something automatic like pops up behind me and then i try to run away but then i start falling through the floor and it's floor after floor after floor i keep falling through and right when i think i'm about to hit the exact bottom i wake up and i'm like oh Okay. What? Jeez. <laughs> so whack. Like, I have anxiety when I'm awake. I don't need it when I'm sleeping. Exactly. You know? like, and it's the worst is when you have the anxiety from the dream you just had yes. still in the morning when you wake up. <gasps> yes. So awful. Yeah. Yeah. I had to censor what I was reading for the longest time because I got into a deep, dark hole of, like, occult. And then I started reading this whole big book about demonology mm. and demons and... That opened up a whole world of horrible nightmares that I don't even like to think about because they're still burned into my mind. Mm -hmm. One thing that I did learn about in one of those books was that the more you read about them, whether you believe in that stuff or not, is that they know about you. You opened Mm -hmm. a door. You know about them and they know about you. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was having some of the worst nightmares of my life. Mm -hmm. I still have the book, but I don't, like, 
look at it or read it anymore yeah. and i try to stay away from the whole occult i believe that shit too like that i've i've always been interested in it but i'm scared to learn more about it and research and read about it because of that yeah which is boggles my mind as to why like movies actual actually will say the demons names and stuff because in yeah. the books they say you're never s- to say them out loud or even think of them and yet there's people out there naming their children after demons like there was literally a paranormal state episode where they had the demon's name flashing on the screen but it only showed parts of it until it was fully uncovered like it was a guessing game to guess it out and i've actually had a my cousin he actually saw that video we watched it one night it was on youtube and we watched the episode and he's like that's not real and then he turned around and he yelled it out five times real loud and then he's like see it's not real it's like whatever man i'm going home i don't want no part of this and then come to find out he, he go he, he didn't talk to me for a week and then come to find out i go back to his house his door was kicked down and i was like well what did you do to your door did you get drunk and then just ram it through with a cowboy or a cowboy's instinct again he's like no i got i had a bad dream and i woke up and my girlfriend was in, he said his girlfriend was in the room next to him and he went to go in there to get the door and something wouldn't let him leave mm-hmm. and it said it just took all his energy away and he felt like a little kid when he was trying to pull the handle and he kept pulling and pulling and pulling and then his girlfriend's like what and all of a sudden he got so strong that he ripped the door right off the hinges <laughs> and he said he's never been more scared in his life and he says he's never watching those videos again yeah i wonder where he got all that strength from huh oh my god I know what episode you're talking about because I I have his book and I read it, and yep. yeah, I, I know that whole backstory. Excellent. Yeah, the, who? Paranormal State Ryan. Um, Ryan Boyle. Yeah. It's uh the devil in Syracuse. Yes. yes. What? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. an episode I'll where they shot book. in Syracuse. Yeah. Holy shit. And it's freaky. And it was this reoccurring occurring thing that just like kept bothering him pestering him wow and it like knew his name and everything was that the guy with the tv show yeah yes. yeah it was on bravo i think and he's another amc in, or amc he's another instance no a and e a and e yeah to where, thank you for keep cutting me off sorry. here <laughs> um that like he's helping all these people with these situations with paranormal but yet he ended up getting really really sick himself mm-hmm so, so it brings back my other point about how everybody I know that's been a healer has gotten really, really sick. And even my health has been going downhill lately. And I'm like, man. And then somebody just told me out of the blue. I didn't say anything. Somebody just came up to me and said, maybe something's trying to get your attention and they want you to do what you should be doing. And you're not doing it. And you know it. And what that the scared the hell? shit out of me. It was her aunt at a party. <laughs> well, not a party, but uh, what was it? We were just having, like, some kind of dinner, and your aunt came over, and then she said that to me. Fucking just Easter dinner. Just randomly out of the blue, just, <laughs> just said chilling. that. Because I was talking, we were, t- well, we were talking about how things were going, and, like, the experiences we oh, had. Oh, yeah. Wow. But then out of the blue, she's like, maybe something's trying to tell you something, and maybe you need to do something about it. It's like, I don't and know. And you don't even want to mess with that shit, huh? I don't even want to, like... Think about it. It was, If it was scary enough when I was a little kid, and I... And when I have an experience again, it pulls me right back to being a little kid. Mm-hmm. I feel like a little scared child all over. Yep. Because I've only seen one spirit in plain view of day, and that was it. And I was sleep. I was a, possibly a teenager. I was sleeping on my couch. 
the lights were left on. I must have been watching a movie and I just passed out. And I heard footsteps coming up the door or coming up the walkway. And then I look over and I just seen like this blurry, like a smudge on your glasses. And it just kept slowly getting clearer and clearer till it turned into a, what appeared to be a full Viking, a full a man in full Viking regalia. And he just walked right in front of me and then just faded away. And that was this. It wasn't necessarily scary, but I was like, I was speechless, and I didn't know what to think about that. And it just something that stayed with me throughout my whole life was like, did I really see that? Or like, did was that I shit just... really just happen? Yeah, <laughs> I know that. That's feeling. gnarly. And trying to like explain it to yourself over the years, and but it also brings my point back to resi- residual energy too, because. Mm-hmm. What's the common theme in movies is when you see ghosts in the movies, they're constantly reliving the same thing. Like, that wasn't that movie The Others? That's what that was about, yep. right? Nicole Kidman's character was caught in that time frame. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. So good. So maybe that's what the residual energy part comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, um, have you ever noticed when you talk about stuff like this, you also get a little spooked? And like, because I'm a little scared right now. I don't know why, <laughs> but. <laughs> Not just spooked, but I think it's like somebody's confirming your suspicions and fears yeah that's what's happening (laughs) yeah because i'm like like, having like little like realizations right now i'm like maybe i should start paying more attention to shit like this you know like see what i can see Mm -hmm. but maybe you don't want to see because once you see it's all downhill from there it's all i think about (laughs) you're more open and then it just keeps coming (laughs) so (laughs) what's the most recent thing that happened to you vanna like that involved both of you probably was the thing on the back porch yeah i mean our back porch is literally like barely the size of this table but it's enough for us and we have our little chimney and we just like to sit out there put our heads up and yeah just saw that little thing i'm like ah it's probably a satellite and i'm like i see you and then it was like going along and then it stopped right when i said that and it just went out and i was like ah (laughs) wow I'm going to start looking up into the sky more. I'll do more night photography, too. Maybe I'll find something out there. You never know. Yeah. Well, I just think what really freaked me out was back in January when the government and the president had said, like, oh, in 180 days, we're going to release all the UFO everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Frank, are they being for real? Like, (laughs) is that real? And I got really freaked out because it's, like, confirming... The fact that there are real stuff out there. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole website where this guy collected everything, and it's all on there. And guess what? Nobody cares. I know. (laughs) Yeah, how are people not talking about this? I talk to people about it all the time. I'm like, oh, did you know about this or this? And they're like, no, that's not real. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's just because there's, what can we do about it, you know? I find it very intriguing. I think they just brush it off because, you know, like, everyone fears the unknown. So they're just like, ah, out of sight, out of mind. Like, I'm not going to know about this so I can continue living my life without being fearful and looking into the sky like they're coming for me. It's just crazy that you had, like, officials saying, yep, there's UFOs. We have, like, tons of files. Mm-hmm. So many unopened, you know, like, it's crazy. I agree. Um, And then, like, on TikTok, I know everybody's like, oh, I saw this on TikTok and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. there's a girl talking about this 
I don't know if it's a government website, but she talks about these different creatures and entities that are being housed. Mm. And she talks about, like, their classification, how <gasps> dangerous like they are. Yes. SPCA? SCP? Or SCP. There, there's, that's like a... Um, special creatures. Unit or, or something. But that was like a, a story that was made online, and they made tons. It's just all written by people. And oh, they it's all not create, real? No, it's like a collaborative project that everyone works on. <laughs> But Fuck. no, the story. <laughs> I'm like, God Thanks, damn it. Brittany. Just, just kidding. My little. <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, they make it's just fan fiction writers or something, and they all just put in their own writing. But some of the stories on there, that's where like I think um, what's his name, the slim guy. Oh, uh, Slenderman. Slenderman. I think that's creepy pasta or whatever. Yeah, he maybe originated from as a project from that too. But some of the stories on there are fucking terrifying. Yeah, and all I could think of was like, oh my god, I love the movie Hellboy. I'm like, is that like a real thing? Is there really some type of uh Well, that's what they said place? Area 51 was all about, right? And then like that they house creatures there or? Well, when you think about like you got everybody knows what cryptids are here, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, when you think about cryptids and then you go back into history and you find out about all the military's experience or experiments on humans and trying to fuse animal dna into humans when you hear about cryptids they're usually located near some military base like take mothman for instance mm-hmm. that's located originally near a military base and where is it is it maine or connecticut or somewhere i thought it was connecticut yeah. i think it is connecticut yeah. or rhode island actually yeah 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 but the fact that it was next to uh, a military installation just means that maybe it was just an experiment and then yes, maybe they do have supersonic powers because they are also experimenting or experimenting with telepathy and the effect it had on humans. Like you could actually look all of this stuff up. It's like right there, and anybody can look it up. It's true. Like Hitler had a bunch of different. Yep. Creepy. So I don't even want to get into that, but that yeah. goes a long <laughs> oh, way. I took a Holocaust. Um, yes. History class, and wow, I went down some deep rabbit holes with experimentation. There's, Jesus, I can't even imagine. I don't even want to know like some of the stuff shit they did. Bad. I've read a couple of things, but never deep dived. I it took me some digging, but of all everybody was talking, I was scouring my phone. I had to go back to Facebook of quite a few years, in fact. Two thousand thirteen. What yeah. the hell? Now I gotta see this too. And, <laughs> I just happened to have a photo of what looked like a giant Fruit Loop in the sky, and it was burning and on fire. And it was funny because when I first seen it, the story goes, I was. <laughs> it looks like a nebula or something, like yeah. opening up in the sky. That's what it looked like. It looked like a giant black hole, but it was colorful, just, and it yeah. just appeared. It's just a fucking portal. But what, what was funny? I was just thinking that a portal. <gasps> What was funny about it was, again, I was taking my dog out for a walk, and it was 3 in the morning, but I looked outside. Actually, it was 1.47. It's time-stamped. But I was standing outside, and I remember both my cousins were inside drinking. We were all drinking, and I was standing outside, and I look up, and I was like, why is it so bright out here? It looked like it was bright as day, but this was in the middle of the night. And then I happened to look up, and I seen that, and I was like, what is it? And I had a very bad, like, I took a picture of the moon, and I took a picture of that thing that was right next to it for reference, so you could tell it wasn't the same exact thing. Wow. And I yelled to my cousins to get outside, and the funny thing was it took them both 20 minutes each because they were both on crutches due to separate falling down <laughs> incidents being drunk. <laughs> 
So they're both hobbling outside and they're like, wow, what is that? And I'm like, right? And it was just like, and everybody plays Dark Souls and you see that big giant eclipse in the sky. That's what it looked like and it was wow. pretty scary. And we stared at it for about 10 minutes before it just started fizzing and then it just faded away and did a pop and disappeared. Can you screenshot that or like send that to us so we can put it on our... Yeah, that's a really awesome image. On like, our webpage. I've sure never thing. seen anything like that other than maybe a movie or... I know. It does look like something out of a movie. Mm-hmm. Or something otherworldly, like I've just in been, space. Yep. I've been obsessed with this stuff all the time, so when I see it, I'm like, yeah, that that's that's going in the UFO file. Yeah, if I, if I saw half the shit you saw, I'd probably be wicked interested in it, too, like wanting to always look at the sky, you know? But I would love to see... Something like that, you know. So I'm. I appreciate you guys coming in and giving us some content for our listeners to check out too. Um, no, don't worry. I'll save the scary stuff for the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but um, uh, you definitely. You every time I talk with you, like what, over beers or whatever, over a fire, it's always very enlightening and kind of scares the shit out of me, you know. And then and then Got having it. Vanna here to like. Back then, I used to think you're full of shit. You know, you're just talk. You're drunk right now, but no, you weren't. You're just like. I kind of got that feeling too. Yeah. I, I got the feeling that you thought it was full of shit because you're always like, you know. Well, you, actually, well, what about this? Well, what you know? But um, to have like two people here, like backing each other up on this like fucking scary ass adventure of your relationship, you know, like. Oh, it's, great. Scary-ass relationship. I know, when you word it that way. Well, I I think... <laughs> We're going to be in the fire in the sky sequel here. No, no, no I, I don't mean it like that. You've but you seen guys... 500 Days of Summer. Well, here's Van and Frank's scary-ass relationship. <laughs> That's the new intro. I'm just yeah. kidding. But yeah, because you guys are seeing a bunch of shit. So I don't know. It's really interesting. And I'm glad you guys came by. And you guys are our first like, in-person guest. So... Yes. You have any closing remarks? Or no? Just keep your eyes up at the sky. Yeah. Be good. Be good. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Just be good. And like my Chanel says, make good choices. Exactly. I have no advice, so I. All right. Um. <laughs> and that was the episode we have for you today. Yes, and we'll also hopefully post um, the picture of the UFO and his video link um, on our website as well. Yep, and it's uh, pretty creepy. Yeah, it was it was wild looking. Yeah, he actually later on uh, took a picture or tagged me in a post on Facebook, uh, a news article. With that same image that he took. Damn. It was insane. So check it out, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Catch you later. Onagiwahe. Oh,